everybody, and welcome to Level Unlock Quick Save. I am your host, James Galziti. You can find me at all different platforms at Jimmy Noodles GG or Jimmy Noodles Gaming on YouTube. We got a big show for you tonight, so let's get right into it. The first thing on the docket today is the Nintendo Indie World Showcase, where they showed off a whole bunch of different indie games and that kind of fun stuff for coming out within the next uh, year or two. For the Nintendo Switch. <clears throat> so the first thing that we had was Road 86. Now you may remember this. This was showed off. Oh god, I forget where it was originally showed off. I think it might have been one of the one of the Summer Games Fest videos, I think. Or one of the Summer Games Fest um things. But this is a procedurally generated hitchhiking game that's inspired by road movies of the 1990s. So pretty much what you do is you, it's the first person you're walking around. It's all different every time you play. There's actually, um, what they said, 148,268 different routes. You walk along, hey, there might be this time there's a kid that's on the phone booth, at a phone booth. Or, hey, there's a, there's a trucker that's, you know, that you can get into the cab with. And pretty much... That's what it is. You just kind of, it's a road trip game. Uh, it seems pretty interesting. And um, yeah, I'm going to definitely check that out. That's coming out later this year. Next, we have Aerial Knights Never Yield. Or Aerial Knights Never Yield. So this is a narrative runner with a nice little cool comic book style uh, with a very funky hip hop. Soundtrack by I do believe Too Mellow. I think he's the one that's uh, that did the music for it. Uh, it's got very it's um, Japanese like neo Japanese style Detroit look to it. So very futuristic, very neon, very colorful. It looks fantastic, and that's coming out now. It's actually out right now, and there's also a demo available too. So if you're not a hundred percent sure on it. Be a perfect chance to take a look at it. It's made by, I think it's made by one guy or a very small team out in Detroit, which is really cool. You don't really see that ever, and I'm a sucker for games <clears throat> that are that are made by not only a small team, but a small team not in like Los Angeles or Japan or Poland or like um, Sweden, like the Arctic circles, Finland. You know, I want like these these voices, especially in the U.S., like these voices from these smaller, lesser known areas for game design. So that's really cool to see. The next thing that they had was Last Stop. Uh, it's an Annapurna Annapurna interactive published game. Uh, it's about three entangled stories, um, very narrative driven. It looks like uh, like one of the persons like it. It kind of got um. Oh, what's that movie where the two people switch? But, oh, wait, so you know Face Off? You know how John Travolta and um, Nick Cage, they, they swap faces, which in turn swaps them? Um, it's it's kind of like that. Like, one of, the, one of the stories is apparently like that. Or, um, fuck, what's that movie where... The dude 
and this like this like older dude and like this teenage girl swap swap bodies but it, it, there's one of the stories is like that and that's coming out this July uh hindsight is another Annapurna interactive uh game not much is known about it that's coming out later this year next game is Ollie Ollie world from roll seven the crew that made Ollie Ollie one and two um, it's kind of like a, it's, it's an action platformer as they called, but instead of like running, you're skateboarding and it's a road trip game as they described it with multiple different paths, different side quests, sick rails to grind, yo, all that cool stuff. So that's coming out this winter. The longing is a game where you play as a servant and you have to wait 400 days you get to pass the time in real time. So, yeah, you just kind of hang out for 400 days. How many How many hours is that? So 400 days, that's almost, that's like a year and a half right there. So you're going to be technically playing this game for a year and a half. And yeah, really all you do is just, just waste time. For those 400 days for the thing to happen. And that's out today. There is no game Wrong Dimension is the next game on the list. Uh, it's a point and click adventure with a bunch of mini games that is out now. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge is a side-scrolling beat-em-up that is inspired by Turtles in Time. One of my favorite games of all time and definitely up there with one of the best beat-em-ups, and Super Nintendo games of all time. Really beautiful pixel art, four-player multiplayer. That's coming out later this year. Chris Tales is the next game. It is a traditional turn-based JRPG with a little bit of a twist. So it's got time travel. And one of the things that you can do when this time travel gameplay is you can use that as your attacks. So one of the things that they described is you can use your time travel ability to make an enemy younger so they're easier to take down. And I think that's a cool little that's a cool little twist right there. Cool little neat twist on the uh, traditional RPG formula. And that is coming out July 20th. Getsu Fuma Den Undying Moon is a Konami game. Holy shit. I didn't think Konami made games anymore. <laughs> but this is a game from Konami. It's a hack and slash roguelite. Nothing really crazy about it. And that's coming out next year. Aztec Forgotten Gods is an action adventure game made by a team, a smaller team in Mexico City, which is cool. Again, going back to the smaller game devs from uh, different areas to kind of, you know, see a different perspective on things. But yeah, you fight Aztec Gods. In a very modern city. Think of it like... Think of it as if... The Aztecs... Didn't... Disappear. Like the Aztecs were still around. It was still a thriving culture. That's kind of like what the city looks like. A mixture of old and new. And that's coming out this fall. Skull... The Hero Platformer is an action platform, or the Hero Slayer is an action platformer roguelike with a, a quote, cliche fantasy story. Now, what's different about this game is that it has multiple abilities, 
And the way to obtain these abilities is that you collect heads. You collect different heads and you slap them on your body and you get different uh, attacks and different abilities. That There's actually going to be over 90 different heads, which is insane. That's coming out this summer. And then we are on to the lightning round, my favorite part of the Nintendo, uh, the Nintendo Directs and Nintendo Indie World. Let's go. Let's just go at it. We got Art of Rally coming out of the summer. Kiwi coming out in August. Labyrinth City. Pierre the Maze Detective coming out in spring. Waving Tides coming out in May. House of the Dead remake coming out later this year. Ender Lilies. Quintus of the Knights coming out June twenty second or June twenty first. Beast of Maravella Island coming out in June, and Fez coming out today. And there's also going to be an Indie World Flash sale going on until the 25th of this month. So that's it for the the Nintendo Indie World, or so we thought. Or so we thought. They had one surprise left. There's a little game called Oxenfree. Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals. I've never played the original Oxenfree. I honestly didn't see shit on it. So really, I, I'm very unfamiliar with it. That is coming out in 2021. So sometime this year, we'll probably hear more around E3 time. Same with a lot of these other games. Let's talk about the next big, probably the thing that ex excited me the most. The next big... Uh, showcase that they had this uh, week. The Resident Evil Showcase. Alright, so let's take a look at the Resident Evil Showcase. Uh, a lot of cool things they announced. A lot of things that got me super excited, as you can kind of hear in my voice, um, about all the different Resident Evil stuff coming out. So, and the thing that makes me most excited is is I can bring back world premiere. Ah, uh, yes, I've been waiting for it. It's like, this isn't the first time this year, but it feels like the first time this year that I've been able to say that. So this is a world premiere for Resident Evil Village. Uh, basically, just some more stuff going on in the game. Ethan's looking for Rose, which is uh, the little babby, him and Mia's daughter. Everyone in the village is dead, except for a small little group of people. There's an Umbrella logo, so Umbrella has something to do with this. And apparently Chris killed Mia, Ethan's wife, girlfriend, I forget what it was, from Resident Evil 7. So, whew. We also got some things on the new Resident Evil Village demos. Uh, this is a, another <clears throat> world premiere. Uh, the demo is going to be available on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series S and X, Xbone, Steam, and Google Stadia. They're going to be limited time demos. You have 60 minutes that you can spend in this. So kind of like the demos for, I think they did that with RE3. I know they did it with RE2. I think they did it with RE3 make as well. But you get 60 minutes. You can explore the village and the castle. Have fun. There you go. So these time ones are going from May in here they are. So in North America, May first at five percent. May first at five p.m. Pacific Standard or PDT, which is Pacific, right? I think it is. 
to May 2nd at 5 p.m. PDT. In Europe, we have it from May 2nd to May 3rd, both at 2 a.m. CEST. Um, I think that's like what Central Europe Standard Time, maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't live there. Asia will have it May 2nd and 3rd, 8 a.m. HKT. Maybe Hong Kong time? I don't know. Yeah, you can explore both the village and the castle. PS4 and 5 players get early access called 8 Hours in the Village. Now, 8 Hours in the Village, you get 30 minutes where it's, hey, first one, you play in the village. The second one, you play in the castle. And then by May 1st, you'll have, boom, the the main one. Or, yeah, the, the, big, the big boy. So, the first one, let me take a look, because I didn't actually type out, I didn't check to see when that is, when that is actually going on. Um, but, I can't say, um, I can't say that it is, it is really cool, it's really good, I can't wait. Oh no, not Resident Evil 7, I need Resident Evil Village. Village. Eight-hour demo. All right. How to play the Resident Evil Village demo. All righty. It's a TLDR. Oh, I guess Resident Evil 7 might have done that as well. Um. Okay. PS4 and PS5 owners demo limited to 30 minutes per session. The Village section will go live from April 18th to 19th, which is already gone. The Castle section will go live from April 25th to April 26th, where players can access the demo at any time between those times, but once the 30 minutes are over, they will be booted from the demo. So, hey, that's cool. I can't wait to, uh, I can't wait to play the, <clears throat> the, the castle demo now. Um, but they also said that, this is the eighth installment in the series, so just fucking call it Resident Evil 8, you goddamn cowards. Oh, and we also learned the, corne- the correct pronunciation of the big-titted goth vampire mommy GF. It is Lady Dimatrice. Dimatrice. I don't know. It's French. French is weird. I took way too much French in high school, so I feel like I should know how it's said, but you, you know what, that was way too long ago. I don't want to think about it. Here's another world premiere. Alright, hey, one of my favorite game modes from the Resident Evil games was the Mercenaries mode. It's fast, arcadey action, great way to, you know, just have some fun playing Resident Evil when you just wanted to pick up and play, didn't want to go through the story, you just wanted to bust some zombies' heads. It's been going on for a long time, I think since 3. Well, it's back! Mercenaries mode is back! In Resident Evil Village. Same shit. Awesome action. You get to, uh, uh, added shop, you can buy different weapons from the shop, you got weapon customization, you also got perks, because every game needs perks. Now it just needs a battle pass, and then it'll just be Fortnite. Um, then they had a 25th anniversary thing, 
It's the 25th anniversary of the series, which, holy shit, a lot of things are celebrating anniversaries this year. Um, we have the Pokemon anniversary. I think that's the 25th anniversary. We have the Legend of Zelda, I think, 35th anniversary going on this year. And the Resident Evil 25th anniversary. So some great series going on here. Are released right around the... Oh, all have the same anniversary date. That's cool. Uh, they, Basically, the 25th anniversary thing was a member of the PlayStation brand talking about how much they love the series. Nothing too crazy there. Still waiting for my call, Capcom. Still waiting for my call to be a part of that. I will... I will talk so highly of your games, except for Resident Evil 6. And those weird periods where, like, you know, you had Operation Raccoon City and that other one. God, those games were fucking terrible. Oh, and Dead Aim wasn't good either. Dead Aim was trash. But, oh well. You know, you can't be all winners. Hey, let's talk about the next world premiere. Alright, this is about Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. This is the uh, this is the Netflix series that is coming. It takes place two years after Resident Evil 4, where you're you got Leon hanging out with Ashley's father. So we actually get to meet him. And then you got Claire hanging out. Yeah. That's about the zombies. Run around DC. You got to be careful. So that's cool. No real thing about it yet. Like release date, I don't think. But we do know that the filming of the live action reboot has been completed. Now they're just on to post production and CG. So that's pretty neat. Then they have another world premiere. Dead by Daylight is having a special event. With Resident Evil to celebrate the 25th anniversary. Um, that's coming June. You get an Umbrella Charm. We will learn more about it on May 25th. For the full reveal, I'm assuming either Nemesis or Mr. X are going to be... I mean, it would be, be really cool if it was Tyrant. But I'm thinking either because of the timing, either Nemesis or Mr. X are going to be the the playable baddie for the game and also uh probably play as like Leon maybe maybe Jill Valentine Chris Redfield one of the one of those three I have a I have a feeling about and then finally the last thing on the list is another World premiere. Alright, long story short, I'm going to have to get an Oculus Quest 2 because Resident Evil 4 is coming to VR and I have to play every single version of Resident Evil 4 known to man. I am legally obligated at this point to beat every single version of Resident Evil 4. I need to get an iPod Touch inside load Resident Evil 4 on it so I can beat that version too. Yeah, hey. More ways to play Resident Evil 4. This time it's actually a little different. Um, I didn't watch the full event that happened on the 21st. Sorry, I was busy, not feeling well, due to a little shot that I got that I'll talk about on the main, co main cast. Okay, 
So that's those are the two little world premiere, two little showcases. Uh, let's talk about. Actually, there's one thing on here. There's one thing on here that I didn't put that I found out about. Oh no, that I found out about last night. Hey, Apogee Software is back. So Apogee, the company that published the original Duke Nukem's, Commander Keen, all that kind of stuff, the the pioneers of shareware back in the early days of computer video gaming is back. I have no emotional attachment to Apogee, but hey, it's good to see them back. I'm glad. Uh, the last two things I have for the news. You remember when, we? I think we talked about it last week, that Sony was going to shut down the PS3, PS Vita, and PSP stores, which led to a whole bunch of people getting pissed off and upset, and especially with the PS3 and Vita, there's so many downloadable games that were never available physically, and there's no way of preserving them, at least not yet, or they didn't have time to preserve them. Uh, well, here is a, from the PlayStation blog, uh, from Jim Ryan, the president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, says, PlayStation Store on PS3 and PS Vita will continue operations. Uh, he said, I'll just read the entire post because it's not too long. Um, players will be able to continue to purchase games on the PS3 and PS Vita. Recently, we've notified that PlayStation Store for PS3 and PS Vita devices was planned to end this summer. Upon further reflection, however, it is clear we have made the wrong decision here. So today, I'm happy to say that we'll be keeping the PlayStation Store operational for PS3 and PS Vita devices. PSP functionality will retire on July 2nd, 2021, as planned. We have initially decided, or we initially came to the decision to end purchasing support for the PS3 and PS Vita. It was born out of a number of factors, including commerce support challenges for older devices and the ability for us to focus on more of our resources on newer devices where a majority of our gamers are playing on. We see now that many of you are incredibly passionate about being able to continue purchasing classic games on the PS3 and PS Vita for this foreseeable future. So I'm glad we were able to find a solution to continue operations. I'm glad that we can keep this piece of history alive for gamers to enjoy while we continue to create cutting-edge new game worlds for PS4, PS5, and the next generation of VR. Thank you for sharing your feedback with us. We're always listening and appreciate the support from our PlayStation community. Sony finally listened to its fans! <laughs> My God, it's like pulling teeth with that company. And this is coming from a man who's a Sony fanboy. This is a man that had got filled with so much Sony propaganda for three goddamn years, he can never go with any other TV brand in his life. So yeah, hey, Sony did a good. Sony, that's probably what I'm going to put on here. Sony did a good. Speaking of Sony, the last thing that we have... On the docket is from Video Game Chronicles. Alright, so let's chat here for a second, everyone, listeners. 
I was going to say viewers, but if you're not viewing this, it'd be weird if you were. Uh, have you ever played a video game? And it could be any kind of video game. Maybe it's a 2D platformer, first-person shooter, RPG, where you just can't get through it. You just can't get... There's just one part that's just so hard. You just keep, keep failing every single time whenever you try. Maybe it's a jump. Maybe it's a little, little horde of enemies. Maybe it's a little boss rush. You just cannot get through this part. Now... Many of you, the ones that were lucky, usually had an older brother or sister that you could just be like, play the game for me. And the, the brother's just like, fine, twerp, I got it. And then they beat it. Or maybe, hey, dad, could you beat this game, beat this part for me? And he's like, sure. I didn't have that, so I just kind of had to nose to the grindstone and nose to the grindstone and get through it. Man, that, that changed my childhood. I learned perseverance. But anyway, imagine if you can have that whenever, even at, like me, the ripe old age of 26, and I don't have anyone that I could just throw my controller at and be like, beat this for me. It's kind of a lie, but, you know, you see where I'm getting at here. Well, Sony has patented an artificial intelligence that will play their games for you. So let's let's go look through here. So this is apparently spotted originally by SegmentNet or Segment Next, um, which describes the feature as a as an quote automated artificial intelligence control mode for playing specific tasks during gaming applications. According to the pat patent, the method involves assigning a default AI profile to a player, which starts off with a generic set of behaviors. As the player plays a game multiple times, the AI will study their behavior and apply it to the AI profile, meaning over time it will start to make similar decisions to the player. The idea is to eventually end up with an AI profile that plays similarly to the player who will have the option to let the AI take over and play the games on their behalf. Now, that's cool and all, but let's take a look at some of the different uses. So, a given example uh, is a player asking the AI profile to, quote, proceed in automatic mode to complete specific game tasks that are difficult for the user. So again, say there's a little, there's a jump that you can't get. Or there's a boss rush, or there's a horde of, or a horde of like zombies or enemies that you just can't take out. This can help you do that. The patent also points out that games may be able to flag if a player needs help to beat a task. Quote, if the AI character has completed specific tasks, those tasks can be identified as being completed by the user with assistance from the AI game controller, it explains. Another given example is online multiplayer co-op games. Whereas, where a player might need to leave the game to eat or work, in this situation, instead of having the game end, the player can turn to the automatic mode and have the AI player with their friends, or the AI play with their friends in their absence until they can return to take over again. So again, that's pretty cool. Um, 
this goes on to say that Sony established a new organization in late 2019 to advance research and development of AI uh, with offices in Japan, Europe, and U.S. Sony AI was created to, quote, drive the research and development of AI in both physical and virtual spaces through multiple world-class flagship projects, end quote. And it launched with three projects in gaming, imaging, and sense, imaging and sensing, and gastronomy, or gastronomy, 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 yeah, <laughs> shit. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I was really waiting for, I, I'm surprised, honestly surprised, that Sony is the first to at least make this public. Well, not necessarily even public, but the first one to do the patent or do something like this when Microsoft already has, like, their Azure platform, like, their Azure AI platforms, and they're working heavily with AI as well. Um, it's interesting to see Sony doing this instead. Well, I guess Azure is their cloud platform, but they have their own AI stuff that they're doing. Um and I guess Sony does that too. I mean, they've had the um, that little doggo thing that is an AI like pet. Um, but no, it's it's really Ibo is what's called Ibo. So I mean, hey, that's that's pretty cool. It seems like the machine learning and that kind of stuff finally coming into video games might be a reality here coming up in the next few years. Maybe we'll probably see that late this gen, early next gen, I would think. If there are generations after this. Because who knows? We won't. Alrighty, so that... Let me just double check my notes. That is all that I have for today. Thank you all so very much for listening. Listen to me ramble and get excited about good old Resi and Nintendo Indie stuff and PlayStation stuff. It was kind of a podcast made for me podcast episode made specifically for me it was great um but again thank you all so much for listening um don't forget to i don't know what do people say for these podcasts like hit the there's like a like button i think maybe on these podcasts i don't know leave leave a comment i guess it helps boost the boost the ratings also don't forget to check us out at the internet uh instagram <laughs> Facebook at Level Unlocked Podcast, Twitter at LVL Unlocked Pod. That's LVL Unlocked Pod. Also, don't forget to, if you enjoy this, check out our Patreon. Uh, we do different things, mainly I write stuff. I tip type out some stuff. A uh, little interesting things like, oh, I forget what I did. Oh, I did a thing where I listed off the top 10 games that I'm excited for. That are still to come this year. That are at least announced. So hey that's cool. You can read that. All you need is I think the dollar patrons. No, uh, There's three tiers. There's the dollar. There's five dollars. There's ten dollars. You all get different kind of rewards. That kind of stuff. So that's cool and all. But anyway again. Thank you all so much for watching. Oh and if you have any questions. Don't forget to email us. Uh, Levelunlockpodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next week for the main show. Have a good night.